Bible? Say, I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. Say, I choose to do what it says I can do. Say, I have an open mind. I have a teachable spirit. From this moment forward, say, I'll never be the same. Shout it out. Never, never, never. In Jesus' name. Give somebody close a high five. Tell them I'm glad you're here. Amen. Well, we're excited about what God's doing. All week long, the kids, you know, in VBS and Shake It Up Cafe, and they were getting God's recipe for life. And, and you know, I think sometimes what a lot of us do is we, we kind of treat God and church and Jesus, we, we kind of treat it as a secret sauce. You know, we put a little Jesus juice on what we got cooking. And, and hopefully he's going to come through for us and fix the disaster that we've figured out how to make. You know, uh, Jesus, let me, let me just say this this morning. Jesus is not a side dish where you go to the menu of life and you pick out what you want. And, 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 you know, I, well, I, I want a bigger home and, uh, I'd like a larger financial, you know, savings account and, uh, oh, give me a side of Jesus and, uh, and I'll have, you know, no, that's, Jesus is the main dish. And, and, and you know, be, before, before you wipe out everything else, you got, you got to fill your life up with Christ. And everything else is kind of a side dish. But you got to go after God first and you got to go after God most. You know, we've got it on the wall in here that God's plan is to prosper you and to give you hope and to give you future. And if it, especially in the message Bible, if you continue to read, he says, you know, when you seek me with your whole heart, when you want me more than anything else. You won't be disappointed when you go after God with everything you've got, when you when you learn to trust him in, in every area of your life, you've got to realize that that's really the issue that we're dealing with, isn't it? Is 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 a trust issue. You know, whether you're talking about loving your neighbor, well, what if, what if my neighbor, what if they offend me, or what if they do me wrong, or, or you know, what if the wrong person moves in? Well, you're going to have to trust God that, that when you do it His way, that He'll produce what He promised. And you've got to realize that every time we do what He said, He produces what He promised. Every single time, He comes through. Right? And we just got to learn to trust him. We got to learn to, to, to love him enough and have an intimate enough relationship that we just trust him so that we do it his way. So we can get Matthew 6.33, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. And everything else, he said, I'll take care of everything else. See, you got to trust him with everything else. Because the, 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 the deal is, is that, you know, life, you're on a path. You're on a path, and everybody, everybody's on a path, but not everybody's on the same path. And if you're not really connected to Christ and really, you know, linked up with God, you're, you'll end up following the wrong, you know, leadership in your life. You'll end up down a path that you weren't called or created to be on. You know, I, I, I even think about it, you know, just sometimes, you know, we just had graduation and kids just graduated from high school. And, and uh, how many of you can, can remember, you don't have to respond, just, just, mm-hmm, just kind of nod your head. But how many of you remember how, how long, you, you know, and how hard you used to work to, to, to please people that you, you, you know they don't even remember you? You know, it only took a few days after graduation. You know, Shelby went to a huge school. There was like, what was there, 13 graduates or something like that? Oh, sorry, 18. Whew, I was way off. And, uh, 
Well, I went to a much bigger school. We had 30. And uh, uh, I can remember at graduation, you know, and everybody's standing on the platform. And we had just spent life together. It wasn't very long till our paths just took us so many different directions. There was no more relationship. You know, it, 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 the, the, the ones that you had tried so hard, you know, come on, you, you remember how long you spent in the bathroom getting ready for people that you didn't like? You, you, you know, and trying to impress the folks that you're going to forget your name in 30 days. And, and, and you know, I think sometimes we, we, the sideshow distractions lead us so far off the path. We, we've got to put some guardrails up in life that help keep us on the road. And a lot of times we want somebody else to do that, you know, we, because when we break through, uh, we, we don't want to be personally accountable for going off the road, we want it to be somebody else's fault or, or have some argument. You know, so even at church, we're looking for church to, to build the guidelines and the lists of do's and don'ts. And that's why I think we gravitate so quickly towards, you know, this is right and that's wrong. And, and, and you know, it's a lot better if you install the guardrail on the path of your own life. That if you know God well enough, and you've, you've gotten into the Word, and you, you've studied, and you've, you've developed a relationship, and you're the one that's doing the road work. You're out there installing the guardrail. And you're the one that's saying, nah, I, I don't cross these lines. And, I, I, you know, and I'm, I'm not looking for exits. And, 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 you know, and you make that statement in your own life. It's a lot easier to stay on the path. Look at this with me in Psalms uh, 16, verse 11. He said, you will show me the path of life. Look at that. You will show me... The path of life. Everybody say, the path of life. Let's say it together. The path of life. One more time. The path of life. Not a path. The path. I think that one of the first things that we got to understand is that God has the way. Not a way. But the way. You know, God life produces God life results. But you can't live any way you want to and get God life results. You have to live God life. He said, you know, my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. And that's not a put down. It's an invitation up. He's telling you, come on, you, you can come to a different place altogether so that, so that you're demonstrating uh, insane victory every day of your life. You don't have to be manipulated and beat up and controlled. You can, you can actually have power, authority, and dominion in your life, regardless of what's going on. You know, Paul said, I have strength for all things. Isn't that, isn't that a scripture that all of us can take as our own? Isn't that, one of the, isn't that one of the verses that can be yours today where you can say, I have strength for all things. I'm ready for and equal to anything that comes my way through Christ who is infusing me with an inner strength. I have strength for all things. You, you know, there, to give you full disclosure, there are some things that you should understand before you latch onto that and begin to operate in it. You gotta realize that if you understand that you have strength for all things, that you can no longer complain about other things. If you've got what it takes to win or succeed in any given situation, why are you whining? Testing, one, two. You know, well, what is it with us that we're looking for a way out? You know, those are the off-ramps. We want to get off the path. Because the path, guys, the path of life is not easy, but it is possible. Right? You've got what it takes to live life God's way. And, and the reality is, is that since you can do it, you ought to try. 
You know, uh, men, we're, we're kind of, you know, we kind of, we kind of give up, cave in and quit when, when we see ourselves as not being very good at something. But if we think we're any good at it at all, we invest. Golf. How many of you guys golf? How many of you guys are good golfers? I got a few guys in the back because they know nobody can see them. <laughs> you know, and, and because because we think we're good, you know, we're, we're buying new drivers every year. We're not that good. You know, you you can, you can buy a golf ball and it's four dollars a ball, and you 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 slice it just like you do a twenty-five cent ball. It's the same thing. Right? And, and but you know, if the the moment in your mind you're no longer any good at it, yeah, I can't tell you how many times in the middle of a round I've decided next garage sale these clubs are going to go on, they're gone. <laughs> right? But if we think we're good at it, we invest, right? And, and we we you got to see yourself as good at this God life thing, because you got to invest. If, if you don't invest, if you don't apply yourself, you don't engage. Man, I, I, we believe in prayer. We believe in the miraculous. Now, I'll tell you what, you, you can come down here sometimes and, and, and get prayer and, and, uh, and walk out absolutely 100% radically changed by the power of God. But if you don't change your character, you're going to be right back where you were before we had that miraculous movement. Because your character dictates your final outcome. And it's the guardrails of life that keep you on the path. And you've got to, you've, you've got to erect some guardrails. We started talking about it last, last week, and we talked about the fact that it's hard. You know, Psalms 37, starting at verse 23, it says, The steps of a good man, and we talked about that, that's a strong warrior. The steps of a strong warrior are established by the Lord. In other words, he, he's carved out your road ahead of you. He's, the path is waiting on you. I said, the path is waiting on you. You know, the Bible says, I have not seen, ear hath not heard, neither has it entered the heart of any man. The things which God hath prepared for those that love him. God's got some stuff waiting on you down the path. There's a reason the enemy wants you to wander off the path, because he doesn't want you to get your stuff. Oh, man, you know, I, I've got like ten minutes left. And I've got to tell you something this morning. That, that I, could, I could talk to you for an hour about the fact that you ought to have an attitude that just says, I want my stuff. God's made ready for me some stuff. I'm going to go get my stuff. I'm going to stop allowing other things to take me off the path. Because the path is going to lead me into a head-on collision with the very blessing of God in my life. He's going to position me by keeping me on the path. Look at the next verse. The path is hard. We get it, okay? The path is hard. But though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord grasps his hand in support and upholds him. Even when you stumble and fall, God's got his hand on your life. You guys, you got to understand something. You think life's frustrating you. You should see hell right now. Hell's totally frustrated. Because everything that they try to do to cause you to stumble doesn't work unless you quit. All you got to do is get back up again. Come on. God's got you by the hand. You're not going under. You're going over. You, you might be, you, you know what, you might be going through hell. Well, don't stop. Just take another step. You know, do something, fall, but fall forward. Do whatever you got to do to get back up and realize that even when you're falling, God's picking you up. Look at Proverbs 4, 20. My son, attend to my words. Pay attention. Pay attention. 
You want to get really good at life, God life? You, you can be a lot better if you just pay attention. If you just, if you just pay attention to your spouse, your marriage is going to get better. If you just pay attention to your health, your body's going to get better. If you just pay attention to your finances, your financial strength is going to increase. If you just pay attention, just pay attention. God's word is trying to, to lead you to the place that God's called you to be. His plans to prosper you. Trust him. Trust him that when you do it his way, you're going to get his result. We, we started talking about five things, and, and we're going to pick up right where we left off. Uh, because we, we've got to develop our heart and the way we think and the way we feel and the way we make our choices. And we've got, we got to walk in faith and, and increase our vision and, and see it God's way. So we started, and last week we talked about two points. One, study your Bible. Don't just read it. Study it. Get Break a sweat. You know, if you're going to be good at something, if you're going to be good at golf, you're probably going to have to hit the driving range every now and then. If, if you're going to be good at anything, you've you got you to invest. So invest some time in the Word of God. Quit making excuses. Well, when I read the Bible, I just fall straight to sleep. Oh, get your big boy pants on and stay awake. Look at your neighbor say, that one was for you. Study the Word of God. Rightly divide the Word of Truth. It, you know, if you don't, somebody who doesn't understand the Bible is going to come use the Bible against you. And if you think, well, I, I bet I'm prepared for that. Well, the devil came to Jesus. And how did he fight it? He, he kept throwing out scriptures out of context. You've got to be prepared. You, you won't always have cell phone coverage. Hello? You can't, you can't always call Lauren and say, Doctor, I need a scripture. Point number two, focus your thoughts. Take control of your mind. There are some things that just pop in there. You didn't have any control over that. But the stuff that you control, what are you meditating on? You've got to focus your thoughts. You've got to be a meditator. I don't know how to meditate. Yes, you do. You call it worry. See, worry is just meditation on the wrong thing. So just meditate on the right thing. Meditate the promises of God. Amen? Number three, and that's where we got to go. Everybody say number three. Strengthen your beliefs. Come on. Strengthen your beliefs. You know, the... Uh, trying to... Trying to decide what things to say and what things not to. I'm trying to. This is the, the new and improved me. I'm trying trying to be good. Um, you know, a lot of people within just a few minutes can be convinced that they believe almost anything, and that ought not to be us. We need to know what we believe. And quit letting people talk you out of it. You know, we we believe that the just shall live by faith. So we believe in faith. We don't think that faith is, you know, believing, simply believing regardless of the circumstances. It's obeying regardless of the consequence. But faith is, is walking a life of obedience and knowing that God's word will not return into him void. It will not come back without accomplishing the very thing for which he sent it forth to accomplish. We, 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 we live by faith. If you're going to hang around here very long, you're going, to, you're going to walk in victory. If we have to drag you by the nap of your neck, you're going to Victoryville. We believe in victory. 
Amen. You, you know, well, and sometimes, it, you know, people act like, like, like that's a harsh thing. I can't, I can't sometimes wrap my brain around how upset some people get when you're telling them you, you don't have to, you know, live as a failure. Well, I, I want you to sit down and cry with me. That, I, that's hard for me because I, we're wasting time. Right? Well, you don't understand my past. I don't care. I'm looking at your future. God's got a great future for you. And I know that some of the, some of the trauma of life, I understand the reality of it. But I just refuse to give, you know, negativity the position of, of rulership in my life. You know, I'm just like you. I've got days where there are bad days. I, I have bad days. But, you know, I try to get over them. Not collect them, and, and you, you know, and put them on like 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 what do they call it? Where you know, in a trophy cabinet, and you know, bring everybody over and see that one that was 72 years ago. That's a, you know, when I was a little boy, that's what my daddy said. <laughs> oh, you got strengthen your beliefs that I have strength for all things, so I can handle that. I can handle the bad stuff that's happened, and I'm headed into a future where I'm going to demonstrate Satan's defeat. And all of the junk of life is just yet another opportunity to humiliate hell. Because what the enemy intended for evil, God's going to use it for good. Hebrews 10 says, Cast not therefore away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. For you have need of patience. After you've done the will of God, you're going to receive the promise. Stop letting go of your confidence. Man, you, you, you know how you build it? You, by strengthening your beliefs. He said in just a little while, he who shall come will come. He's not going to delay. Look at verse 38. The just live by faith, but if he draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. So we are not of those withdrawing to destruction, but we're those who believe. We're those who believe, who press in until the soul is made strong. And we were just pressing on. We're just pressing on. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm pressing on. I didn't say say pressing on, say pressing on. Yeah, it makes a makes a difference how you do that. You know, you, you gotta you, you, as you're building your beliefs, you're getting in the Word of God. James one twenty one. Receive with meekness the engrafted Word of God. Look at this. Uh, uh, you know the the I don't know what the MKJV is, but uh, modern modern. Therefore, putting aside all filthiness and overflowing of evil. Isn't that cool? It says to cast. You know, to, to what's King James say to to step away from the superfluity of naughtiness. Yeah, that's a great word right there. The superfluity of naughtiness. That's sick. Okay, you know, you might even want to say it. It just kind of flows off the tongue. Say it. Superfluity of naughtiness. Ooh, that's a good. Isn't that awesome? Doesn't that feel good? Yeah, don't do any of it. Just say it. Superfluity of naughtiness. You you know, uh, some of us need to realize that we're living and allowing and and condoning superfluity of naughtiness. (laughs) We're we're, we're putting up with, with stuff. He's the new and improved me. And, and, and things in our life that we should not do. We shouldn't allow. Stop accepting it. And receive with meekness the engrafted Word of God, which has the power. I love that word, power. It means the ability to produce results. Not just any result, the intended result. The ability to produce the intended result. You know, there's times that you read a scripture, you don't believe it. But you continue to sow it. 
And it has the power to produce the intended result. It saves your soul. Your soul is the way you think, the way you feel, the way you make your choices. That word begins to shape your thoughts and change the way you think about it, which changes the way you see it, which changes the way you live it. Those thoughts change the way you make those choices. Those choices that are changed change your actions. Those changed actions change your habits. Those changed habits change your character. Those changed characters change your end result. Well, I don't know if I believe healings for today. Then start reading healing scripture. My son, attend unto my words and hearken unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes, for they are life to those that find them, and health and healing to all their flesh. To all their flesh. His word is health and healing to all your flesh. And what's crazy is you've you got people in your life that will love to talk you out of it. Don't let them do it. That's a guardrail. No, God's word says it. He's going to produce it. So you've you got you to strengthen your beliefs. Amen? Number four. Got to hurry. Pray like a wild man. Look at your neighbor and say, pray like a wild man. Or a wild woman. Whatever it is. Luke 18.1. I want you to see this. Jesus talking to him. He told him a parable to the effect that they are always to pray. And not turn coward. They are always to pray and not faint. Always pray and don't lose heart. Always pray and don't give up. Look at the connotation. That if you're not praying, it's because you're a coward. If you're not praying, it's because you fainted. If you're not praying, it's because you're losing heart. If you're not praying, it's because you already gave up. We ought always to pray. We ought always to pray. I, I got to tell you a little secret about my personal prayer life. I don't pray just because the Bible says to. And if you need something to pray about, pray about that. Pray. Pastor, Pastor Tom needs help. Help him. Give him strength to do stuff just because your word says. But not everything the Bible says do I just immediately start doing it. I got to tell you, I grew up in, in an environment where prayer meetings, well, we, we, we were hoping for a bad accident on the way to the church. Anything to miss it. You know, that's just the way we grew up. It was about as hard and boring and long, man. It went on forever. And, and you know, <laughs> we were in church twice a day most of the time as kids. And, and, and I, I love church. I love the environment. But that prayer thing, and the reason is, is because I didn't really understand how to pray. I didn't know anything about prayer. And, and I get it now. I used, I used to be a little frustrated. I wonder why Dad didn't teach me how to pray. I, now, after raising kids, I realize he tried. He was talking, I saw his lips moving, and all I heard was, I can't wait till he's done, so I can go do what I want. <laughs> then one day, revelation came. And I realized that, you know what, effective prayer is taking God's word and God's presence and agreeing with God on that word. And I started praying, and God started answering prayer. And my prayer life shot through the roof. I don't pray because he said to, I pray because he answers. And we need to be people of prayer. Everything we're doing, we need to be talking to God. We need to be including God in every decision we make. You've got to stop allowing yourself to live like people live who don't have God. You out there? People who don't have God, they, they make huge decisions without any prayer. Well, why would you do that when you've got God who says, Hey, if you lack wisdom, ask me, and I'll give it to you liberally and upbraid not. 
If you call me, I'll answer and show you great and mighty things, fenced in things, hidden things, secret things, things you couldn't possibly know. I'll give you, I'll give you the, 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 the dirty lowdown on stuff on your future. Come on, guys. Be people of prayer. If you're going to stay on the path, you're going to have a prayer life. And if you, let me just say this this morning. We, we have the thing on Wednesday night. You know, how many were here last Wednesday night? Man, the place was pretty full Wednesday. We're going through the videos on the beta Satan, and it's all about uh, offenses. And after I say this, you might want to come Wednesday, okay? If, if you are not engaged in an active prayer life, you're on the wrong path. You, you're not on the path. You might be on a side road where you can see the path. You might have little overpasses that go over the path. Little bridges that go under the path. But you aren't on the path if you don't have an active prayer life. Number five. I'm going to invest this week in that bulletproof podium. <laughs> uh, number five. What's number five? Build strong relationships with strong people. Proverbs 13:20 says, "He who walks with the wise is wise himself, but he who associates with fools, he's also a fool, and he's going to smart for it." If you've got fleas, maybe you ought to quit hanging out with dogs. There are people in your life that are not interested in the path. So when they go over the overpath, wave. But don't ride with them. I'm going to tell you something. It, it, you know, th- well, this just seems harsh. It seems hard. You know, I, we're supposed to love everybody. What? Yeah, I love you. But if you're not committed to victory, you can't ride with me. If you're not committed to prosperity, you're in the wrong car. If you're not committed to health, healing, you, you're, you're riding in the wrong vehicle. When you come forward for prayer, we're not hoping that you're the one that Jesus is going to consider healing. We're believing that healing is for everybody. And I got to tell you something. I got some great friends, great friends, and they they, they they don't really believe that. However, when they're sick, they call me. Go figure. When their life is messed up, they call. Build strong relationships with strong people. And realize that strong relationships aren't easy. You're going to make a lot of phone calls, and you're going to do a lot of pursuit, and you're going to get a lot of no response. Keep at it. There's people in my world right now that I call every week, and they don't answer. But someday, they'll get tired of that. And they'll make the mistake and they'll answer the phone and then they'll have a deep-spirited friend for life. And there's people in my world right now that I get to talk to every week that they used to be the people who wouldn't answer. And some of the people who wouldn't answer are people now who call me. And I wouldn't have the relationships at all if I'd allowed that rejection to wound me. Because it wasn't rejection. It's just the people I want to I want to build a relationship with. They're kind of busy. 
I'm not the only thing going. And I got to realize that, you know what, I need some strong people in my, in my world. John Maxwell says that if you're the smartest guy in the class, you need a new class. I need, I need people in my world that, that know some stuff that I don't. And I don't need just people who agree with everything I say. See, a lot of us, we want strong relationships with people who will agree with us. That's great until you're wrong. You know, my mother, I love my mother. I mentioned this last night, and I thought about letting her off today, but I'm going to just tell you. My mother, my mother is the most awesome woman, great woman of God. But I can't allow her to be my compass. Because my mom will agree with me, and it don't make any difference what I say. My mom, I'm her favorite child. And it doesn't make any difference what I do. If, if you ever want to get my mom mad at you, you tell her something bad about me. Because my mom will defend me to death. Well, that's awesome. But when it comes to being my compass, see, i got a few other people in my world that I can call that will say, look, your mama might agree with you. But your mama's nuts. She's just crazy in love with you. You need some people in your world that you know have the ability to succeed in areas where you struggle. And you need to pursue them. And you need to go after them. And you, and you need to call them. And you need to send them a card. And you need to buy them a gift. And you need to do whatever you got to do to make a connect. Because you need strong people to keep you on the path. Amen. Close your book. Bow your head. Let's pray. Father, I thank you that you love us where we are, but too much to leave us here. Lord, you're calling us and leading us and guiding us into, into great places of insane opportunity. To places where we get to impact the lives of multitudes of people and bring salvation knowledge to them. But Lord, it's not just the, the, the world. We know you love the world, but you love us. Your amazing, extravagant love is being poured out upon us. And, Father, today we just open up our heart and we receive it. I thank you that you are causing strength to arise in the lives of your people. That you are giving us everything we need so that we can stay on the path. Lord, we're not looking for a path, but we've got the path, and we're going to walk it with you every day of our life. 